this they have a commercial out like during the playoffs with mm-hmm. this Donna Dell chick, and she's she was saying that Elena Deladon, Deladon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was saying her brother used to pick her first in uh, pickup games when they used to play with boys and girls, mm-hmm. and it helped her out in her career. Welcome to Do Not Play, Coach's Decision, uh, the All Basketball Podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. I was, I was, I was thinking another one. Still drunk sports? Yeah. Well, it's because you're about five shots from you. <laughs> one of us is still keeping up the drunk sports thing. <laughs> Just one of us. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of NBA to, to talk about, but I think first we'll talk about. Uh, one Reggie Lynch's decision to transfer away from Illinois State basketball. Oh, it's a bummer. Cried myself to sleep that night. So apparently um, the rumor is that Tory Ward, before he passed away, was trying to talk Reggie out of transferring to Minnesota. Oh, so it was already it in was the even works. before. And yeah. so Terry, he was the guy who passed away during the plane crash. Yes. And so then he still went afterwards. I don't blame him for transferring because – I don't know why he did. I don't know if I don't think he's going to be an impact talent in Minnesota. I don't think he is either, but it's obviously going to get more time on ESPN probably. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's Minnesota. It's not like it is going to Indiana. But I like Patino's son. I think he's going to turn around Minnesota program, make it worthwhile. So. Well, I think he's waiting for one time to the tournament so he can go to another job. <laughs> I think he's looking oh, for sure the next job. Yeah, I'm sure he he's is. not saying. But that, I, so. but. I, but he's also those are the kind of guys you want though they could turn around a program they might leave you but he's still <laughs> yeah he might put you on the map maybe maybe we'll you see. want you want them to be there for like three years like turn you around and be his, there for a couple more years then leave right, so you're right. set up for the next his dad's helping him out because I think his dad's Rick Patino is pushing to get the like a four year four or five year like deal where they they go wow. to each other's places to play yeah that'd be great. That'd be awesome for them. But uh, you know what else would be awesome? Illinois State versus Kentucky. Oh, man. I was so pumped for that game. You got Reggie who, you know what? He'd be overmatched against their, like, huge dudes. Yep. But we also would have a guy who could probably impact a few shots. And if he actually if he actually was going to be an NBA player, if he played well in that game, he could get noticed. He'd be on the map, yeah. So, we're talking about a guy that was ranked number one in the nation on KenPom.com, for black which man. people should yeah. subscribe to if they love stats. Mm-hmm. In all of the nation, college basketball, and the block percentage, right. like, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. We tweeted Reggie, and he's like, cool. I mean, <laughs> that, that's exactly why. Cool, man. <laughs> that's exactly why he fouled all the time, though. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. he didn't get rebounds because he'd be out of position trying to block every shot coming towards yeah, him. Yeah, and he made a – well, but you know what? The whole fucking – Kentucky got praised all year on their block percentage or their blocks per game. Mm-hmm. They did the same shit Reggie did, and they got praised yeah, for it. But they had five guys who can do it. <laughs> I know, but that's also why they got beat. Because if they didn't – if they had fundamentals – Reggie still needs to work on fundamentals. You don't try yeah. to block every shot. Mm-hmm. You try to impact shots but still get a rebound. You want people to change shots without you If Calipari would have taught them fundamentals of basketball, hey, don't try to block every fucking shot, all right? You're not going to block a 13-foot runner that Steph Curry throws up, all right? Then they would have won the championship probably because they're out of position. They get destroyed on the boards by guys who are like 6'6", 6'5". They get destroyed by Augustine from Notre Dame. Yep. That's pitiful. That's what Reggie needs to work on up there. Yeah. It's also – I mean, it's difficult to – preach be aggressive on defense be aggressive on defense and say but stay well, stay be, stay in position yeah be <laughs> fundamentally sound it's hard to say but yeah. you have to that's why basketball is so hard mm-hmm. just because you're 610 doesn't mean you need to try to block every shot right just be like duncan just impact the shot get the fucking rebound yeah that's it you just want to be fearful enough where people are already changing their shots by you 
standing there, not right, actually right. doing anything. Absolutely. That's why Dwight Howard's so powerful because nobody even tries to shoot on him. Mm-hmm. They don't even come in the lane. Yeah, and I hate like everyone's like, did you see what he did there? He went straight into the shot blocker. Like, all right, that's fine, I guess. But like, it's hard to beat your man, then go straight into somebody else so you don't get blocked. Like, <laughs> how many of you guys do you want me to beat before I can not get blocked again? I don't know. Yeah. But, dude, he was awesome. He he was, other than Paris Lee, I thought he was our future. Yep. And so it's it hurts ISU basketball. It hurts. Because um, 6'11", you just we can't were, replace that. We were already pretty thin. Or 6'10". 6'10". Can't replace that. But we were already thin at... As a big at big men, um, we're bringing our freshman who's a seven footer, so that's good. That's nice. But he's a freshman. He's probably clumsy as fuck. He supposedly so, he's supposedly all the tools, but probably no basketball IQ. Right. Um, so we're bringing him in, but we're we don't have any other big men. Like we're gonna have to play Teddy still at four and Mikhail McIntosh at four, and and we don't have any other. We're obviously going to have to find somebody, another person coming in. Um, there's rumors we'll get Max Bielefeld from uh, Michigan. Would he be able six to, nine? Would he be able to play this next year? Or yeah, so he's okay. he's graduated. Oh, okay. And, so he's one of those. Yeah, extra year, year guys. And he's from Peoria. Um, and if he wants to be on a team who's not god awful like Bradley, uh, <laughs> he could play at ISU and only be thirty minutes away from home. So th- it's tough for ISU though. Like, I think everybody could see the potential in in Reggie. Yes, and because he had a lot of great moves. Like every once in a while, like you'd say, like he had like, good. Jalil feet. Okafor had great feet, and he'd do some incredible shit. Right, and like it was rare for Reggie to do something great, but he did. Some he, of had those things. Yeah. he had good feet. He had good feet. He was balanced, and he was. There was a lot of times where he was open and like. Didn't know how to finish where he'd be at the bunny, like a bunny yeah. and a little off balance because he made a good move right, and right, not right. be able to finish. He, but he was getting by his guy, no problem. We're getting, I think we're getting to the point where he was like going to go to the next level. Yeah. And now Minnesota's going to reap all the benefits of like the it's first tough. two years. It's tough. It's like, fuck. Just like Zyslov transferred and like, I like Zyslov. He was just a shooter and he was a shooter for Indiana, but he was always in them, in their games for crunch time. So. I don't blame him. You know what? You got to look out for number one, which is you, and he's doing yeah. what he thinks is best. So, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hopefully, I see find somebody else to fill the need. And I think that the issue is they probably they probably were second in the valley before that, and now they're going to be fighting with everybody else for third. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts the attorney chances. It hurts the outlook. Like. But uh, yeah, we'll just have to deal with it. So now we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, which have been pretty great so far. Even though the the series are not close, um, one home... one series has two teams to win, right? Right. The rest of them are get some zeros, a bunch of zeros. I mean, and it makes sense at least for a lot of these two O games because the home seed has won their home games. Like that's what used to happen. Is yeah, that's what should happen. Home right? teams just defend their home court and they move. I on. thought the West would be more competitive. There's you just, know, it's it's been like they've been close. It's though. just too many injuries. Like and so, like even like, the East has been close. Like the Bulls and that, but they yeah. just they just can't close it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the East has been close. Even the Hawks games seem to be too close. Um, the Cavs, Celtics games to be seem to be too close. Very close. Even though it's like, can you imagine what Brad Stevens would do with the Pelicans? How much better they would be. Oh man, it'd be nice. He'd go to Anthony Davis all the time. It would just be like Anthony Davis getting like open shots all day, all day. And hey, he'd use the strength. Hmm? You know, Eric Gordon, thirty-five footers. Fuck that. <laughs> We're down one. Hey, Eric Gordon, off the dribble three. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. How many seconds left? Twenty-four seconds. All right, let's. Sh- I want five seconds or less. Throw this shit up. We're good. Shoot it up. Throw it up. So we'll start there. We'll start with Dubs, uh, Pelicans. Pelicans have played them really tough. I think it shows how good Anthony Davis is. Very long. Because nobody else is playing that well on his team. No. His coach is not helping him out. He's doing a terrible job. <laughs> the, actually, I'll say this. I think the 
the difference maker of the whole series, the best player I've seen, like, for their talent level mm-hmm. and what they've given us, Norris Cole. Norris Cole has had it's a been good team. Awesome. And you could tell, like, he's had all these championship runs or final runs with yeah. the Heat. He's not scared. He's not scared. He's played great. Yes. And, he and dude, Monty benched him yesterday yeah, in the fourth quarter. For no reason. What are you doing? He's the best player you've had. Other than Anthony, Anthony Davis has the most talent. No. Norris Cole's been the most reliable player they've had on the floor. Yep. And he benched him in the fourth quarter, and they lost 20 points. Can we get some more Tyreek Isos in this mix? I could not believe that. Dude, <laughs> I don't want to see another Tyreek play. Norris Cole knows how to play playoff basketball, and he put him on the bench. Tyreek Evans, Iso, over and over again. Remember at the beginning of the season, it was like when we were when we had big dreams of doing a team for a week, and uh, you're like, yeah, I didn't do any of that. Um, we did one. We did the Pelicans. You did the, you did the Pelicans. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I, I've had enough Tyreek Isos. Like, oh, God. like he is scary. Like, well, he has each, talent. Each I'll drive, you're like, oh no, he's getting to the hoop because he gets to the hoop. But it's just like you're not efficient enough it's like to Austin, do it. Austin Austin Rivers gets to the fucking hoop because he's so quick. Yeah. But if you can't finish. Does not matter. Tarka Evans is like watching James Harden without a three point shot and without getting fouled. Right. <laughs> it is. Because he'll, he'll finish pretty well around the rim, but he doesn't get fouled and he can't shoot, so no one cares. Like, they like shoot the ball. Did he. The coach lost the game when he took Norris out. Norris has been great. He took Norris out, and like I said earlier before, the, Ryan Anderson was on fire in the third quarter and gave him like a huge lead. Bench that guy, get him out of here. Yeah, he well, we're losing our 20-point right. lead? Right. Nah, I'm going to keep my fiber on the floor. My team is on the floor! <laughs> I have no idea how they won that game. Like, it blew my mind. I've never seen a team play. I have seen it. The last time I saw a team blow a lead like this, in this fashion, was... It was like North Carolina versus Notre Dame. Arizona. <laughs> when Illinois beat Arizona a few yeah. years ago, that was the kind of collapse they had. They weren't... They were just standing around... They got destroyed on the boards. Curry airballed a three. He airballed a runner. He airballed like Curry was not on. Draymond Green was the reason that the Dubs won the game. Yeah, people were like, "Look at Curry's three. Look yeah. at Curry's Curry was not. He very he good. hit the big three. He hit the big one. But yeah. if you look, at he like, was not great. If you look at the news feeds, all you see is Curry leads. No, Dubs no. catch fire. Pelicans choke on yeah. their ass is what it fucking should be. Like, Dubs catch terrible. fire on offensive rebounds by Draymond Green crushing guys. Like, I, was, I wish they showed more replays. I'm sure Draymond was just throwing guys around. He was just like, no, I'm oh, getting on the board. He was, yeah. And he got an offensive board, and they, they finally called a foul. They called a foul. On something pretty weak, I was like, I've seen worse things he's yeah, done. There were worse, but it was definitely a foul. But it was probably yeah. like the least one that he's been called for all year. Like, yeah. It wasn't that big, but... Dude, he just that, that's an accumulate like in soccer it's an accumulation foul like you've right. done enough stuff where like eventually we had to call something alright that's a foul <laughs> unfortunate foul him out of the game but yeah um, eventually they'll catch up it's just so the Dubs are probably game. gonna sweep and, oh it's a sweep now and I think the Pelicans Curry put, shot 33% or 35% uh-huh. he'll be on fire next game it's over I think the Pelicans showed how good their talent is in this game, and I'm interested. I hope Tibbs doesn't go to that team. No, he'll kill that team. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I think they need to get they need to get rid of a sheik. Yeah, yeah. No, some... Sheik doesn't. Uh, I the same thing I said. He doesn't work for the team. Like, yeah, he's and he's too much money. It's a lot of money being invested in him. Well, like when I was watching, they're like, oh, you know, so Anthony Davis doesn't have to do the dirty work. Well, he's they're playing four on five on offense. So he still has to work that hard on offense. And he still has – now he has to, instead of defending big guys, he's got to run around on the perimeter. Do you want right. him doing that? You want your best shot blocker away from the hoop? No. They should run him as five. Dude, he should be a five. Yes. They should go small ball. Mm-hmm. What, you need, what you need is a Draymond Green type, which is very difficult to find. A, oh, God. A guy, a guy, if they could land Draymond, because yeah. Draymond's on the market. He yeah. wants to go back to Michigan. Yes. If they could steal him away from Detroit, they'd be fucking huge. Because then, then they have like, all right, Anthony, you don't have to face bangers. Like when we face bangers, Draymond will take care of Two them. Two defensive fine. player of the year awards possibly every year yeah. in the post. That'd mm-hmm. be 
incredible. Yeah, and both the guys are pretty good on the perimeter where they can stay in front of guys. Like they're not going to get right. crushed by yeah. stretch fours. They can easily. Go the only person ball. that's going to beat them is like LeBron, and he LeBron probably doesn't want to face either of those guys. No, no, fuck no. If it was Cavs Stubbs, do you think Draymond would take that? Would oh, he yeah. be on LeBron? Draymond on LeBron all day. You think so? Over uh, like a. Iguodala. They probably, I mean, they well, obviously throw a bunch of guys at him. Yeah, they throw a bunch of people at like him. They throw Barnes. They throw Iguodala. They probably throw Draymond. I think Draymond would be the it, biggest In factor. the two minutes left of four, in the fourth quarter. Draymond's probably the, the least – he'd probably foul the least amount just because he can handle LeBron's size. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude, and he, and he bangs yep. with big guys. Yep. I think Iguodala would get overpowered. Eventually. Right. I think he's just a guy that they throw at. But he'd be good. He'd be above average, though. Like, yeah. They got a good defense, man. They're good. They force yeah. you to do things you don't want to do. That's... Yeah. The, the, the team, it's all about mismatches on that team. They got a great team built. Yeah. If they lose Draymond, though, next year, if they could just somehow find a way to keep him they until, have to. The, until the cap goes up. They have to. They have to sign him for a max. Dude, pay as much pay as you Pay the have luxury to. tax. God. And then the, the next year, you're cool. I mean, if you win a title and you're Draymond Green, can you leave that team? Like, they all love each no, other. It seems. I don't think so. You and he loves leave. Curry. Like, he's friends with the whole family. Like, he loves right. Curry's family. You can't just be like, "Sorry, bro, I want to go home." Winning the title is cool, but I want to win 40 games a year with Detroit. <laughs> Seriously, like, because the thing is, with other teams, he's going to have to be the man for the money he has to sign for, and he's not going to. He's not. He's not that. He wouldn't. No, he would not impact Detroit the way he does. No. Because when you get the Splash Brothers, it's the same problem what that do. Josh Smith had. Josh Smith got paid too much money. He was supposed to be the guy in Detroit. He's not that guy. No, he's fine as the fourth guy who can right. get the ball in Houston. Still take too many threes, yeah, he, but he can cause a lot of problems as a fourth. Because he's a bad matchup. That's what he is. Right. He can right. create bad matchups, but Draymond's a stretch four until he dies. Uh-huh. He's not a Dirk Nowitzki. He's not going to score thirty a game. No. Like I don't think. No. But he can stretch the floor, and he could he could impact the game if he needs to. But you know what? Everyone said that has Jimmy Jimmy Butler. We'll, we'll talk about the Bulls just because yeah, it's, it's coming yeah, natural. Um, Jimmy, no one thought Jimmy Butler would be the kind of offense player he is. So. I just still don't think he's a game changer. I think he's an awesome second. He's actually he's probably other than Kyrie Irving and Clay Thompson, maybe the best second. Power punch right. in the league. Well, I just meant like with Draymond Green, like he he can have an ISO and score. Nobody, the best ball. Yeah. but I'm saying Jimmy's taking a leap that no one expected from him. It's true. It's true. Everyone it just is. thought he yeah. was going to be an elite three and D. Guy. I guess. The, I guess Draymond point. could turn into a better. Yeah. Maybe he could turn into Dirk. I doubt it, but I don't think he'd be Dirk. He'd probably be more like a. You'd want him basically a shorter Marcus Saul, where he can score in the post a little bit, and then he can pass from. Free throw line extended. Where yeah, you put him he's got better range. Post. Yeah, he could. He might be the next Marcus Hall, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. they definitely need to keep him. Uh, he's obviously got serious talent that you can't let slip through. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you got to trade David Lee, right? Because he's got another year after this. If they can, I'm sure they can. You know what? Teams are always looking for something. You could trade him to the Sixers, who are you know trying to reach that salary floor. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they might take him. Uh, yeah, because there's a floor, right? You have to meet it every year. Well, so basically, what or you it, pay, a, or you just give the money up anyways. You just split it evenly among right. the players you're underneath. Right. It's like, well, you know what? Like, why pay anybody? Be like, all right, you all just make a little more money. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm sure they can get rid of him. He's actually he's a valuable player. Yeah, just not for that team. I think I think where he's playing though, like as a six man, is like perfect. Like if he was a six man for somebody, that's where he can do. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to see him. in Chicago says he seems too much Carlos Boozer to me. Oh, he's but. definitely Carlos Boozer. <laughs> you know, Chicago does not win. Send send him to the Los Angeles Lakers. Rajon Rondo, David Lee, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Love. Yeah. Los Angeles like They're going to be bad for a long time. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. <laughs> but uh, so we're talking about the Bulls, right? Oh, yeah. So let's go to the the Bulls uh, are beating the Bucks. The Bucks can't score the basketball besides Chris Middleton. Right. It, this would be an interesting series if they still had uh, Jabari. It's a bummer. I would like to see what Jabari would become, and he didn't have enough time. to. Their defense has been incredible on the Bulls for the most part. Well, the thing is that – they're like the Warriors. They have a bunch of six, seven guys who can switch on everything. Right. Yeah. 
And they're a little better because they don't have a bogut like clogging it up inside. Like Henson can switch out anybody. And Giannis went off last game. I love Giannis. Giannis is fun to watch. He's uh, I don't know what his potential is. He's watching him play because he's he's just not very gifted offensively. His gift is he's his too link scared. Is... Like there's times where I'm like just go to the like. He's on like a secondary break. I was like, you can go to the hoop. No one's going to stop you. And he just kind of pulls it up. Just try to dunk on people. Not do even do what Blake did the first two years. Just try to dunk on people. Just jump from the free throw line every time and try to dunk. You're going to get fouled or you're going to make it. Yeah. But he's too skinny. Like he's, he's just trying he to be scared. He's fun to watch. That he's, he's so explosive. And he's long. Like, you know, like he does plays you don't expect him to do. Cause he's he, like free throw line extended and starts a spin move and is like dunking without even like from. Right next to the basket, you just, oh, I got the dunk. Yeah, he's fun. That Milwaukee team, if they can just land a couple of good scorers. Is Jabari good enough as a scorer? No, I don't think so. Right. He's not efficient think. enough. I think he's almost a monkey wrench. I feel like they should let him go off for like 20 a game next year and try to trade him for somebody. Oh, absolutely. Right. I would do that. Because I don't, he Sixers doesn't, would trade for him in a heartbeat. He doesn't kind of he doesn't fit their mold. Sixers would give you like seven first round picks for Jabari, and they got like forty five to get rid of. You know who I want them kind of to sign? KJ McDaniel's. Hell yeah, KJ is awesome. You already have no one who could shoot. Just add KJ McDaniel's to the next. They just need they need to find that one elite scorer, and then they're going to be good. Basically, they're like the Houston Rockets without James Harden. Yeah, yeah, they are. This is exactly what they are. They don't have anyone that can score, but they can lock your ass down. And yeah, dude, coming this close to the Bulls in all three games uh-huh. has been a miracle. Like, I agree. They've led like haven't they led in every game? I think they've led in every game. They just can't maybe score. not game two. Game two, they got crushed. they can't score to save their life. No, but they they had a well, they were up eighteen on the Bulls. They were up, cold. They were up in game two, but they ended up getting crushed because they couldn't fucking yeah. score the ball. And Butler went off, and then the same thing happened in this game. Rose went off, and in the second quarter, they're up eighteen. Bulls go on an eighteen to four run. Or game whatever. three, yeah. Oh, they're up eighteen. They're up eighteen oh in the second gosh. quarter. They let up an eighteen four run. Bulls down by four going into the half. They continue the run in the third quarter, and they then the Bulls went up like sixteen, and they let it up. Well, did you just? You can't live off of isolation plays with Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I watched, well, I watched game one and game two, and I was like, I've had enough of this. Um, eventually, they went to Chris Middleton. And, uh, oh, my God. Rose, uh, there's more Rockets blocks. Uh, Rose kept fucking up a switch on the pick and roll. Like, he wouldn't come out and challenge him. Middleton would be an open three. So he, go. he can make them. The Bulls were, like, up eight with, like, a minute and a half left. Middleton play. and... Dudley, about the two only shooters, two have. threats that they have only offensively. Shooters. If Atenta Kempo can somehow come up with a three point shot, he's going to be crazy good. Young team though, I think that's the youngest team in the playoffs, right? Uh, Dudley is the only guy over thirty, I think, and everyone else their average age is like twenty five point three. Yeah, so I think they're the youngest, like combined, like out of all the yeah, teams. Yeah, I like the team and Jason Kidd, good coach. I like what he's doing. Done well. Done well. The thing is, like. They score pretty well for as offensively inept as all their players are. What if they – do you think Jason Kidd would go on a limb and take a guy like Tyus Jones? He's looking, not tall enough for what they want Looking for a do. playmaker? He's not big enough for what they do, though. I think they want big, long long guys. Man. I think he, dude, he's, like, he's kind of a Jason Kidd type. He can make, he can make shots, yeah, but he's, not but that he's t- like – He's, he's not that tall, first. though. No, he's not very tall. Kid was 6'5", like 6'6". Kid's tall. He is. But he still wasn't a defensive playmaker either, really. Oh, no, no. Well, eventually... Well, he was a good defensive player. The, the thing about Kid is, like, eventually he became... Like, early in his career, he couldn't shoot threes, and he couldn't defend. And then late in his career, he was just a spot-up three-point shooter and a great defender. Like, right. I don't know right. where it came from. He just switched everything around. It's interesting, because they're a few years away, like... And Tyus Jones is kind of... I think he could be an elite point guard. But he's obviously three or four years away. These guys are... They're, they're I think they're more years They're away. more likely to get go for a Justice Winslow type. I mean, they have Oh, what? Well, oh, if they could get him, I would say fuck that. <laughs> they're not going to get him, though. What's no. their pick? Their pick's going to be like 16. Yeah. They're, they're not getting him. No, they're not getting him. But I'm saying that's the type they kind of... But I like... If, you're, if you can't get one of the elite players 
And you got a guy. I think Tyus Jones has one of the highest upsides for his position in all of the draft. Tyus Jones is a Bulls pick. That's going to end up not being a bust and be pretty good. I think that'll be awesome. I'll actually I'll get season tickets once he starts starting. Once D Rose is gone, I'll get, I'll get D Rose has looked really. He good. has looked good. Yes. He still hey, has an ugly jumper hey, that's going in over there. Nobody hates D-Rose. <laughs> no. The haters come from him fucking getting hurt every three minutes. Like, I've been seeing this on Facebook. Everyone's like, where's my D-Rose haters at? Nobody hates D-Rose. I know. Everyone hates him on the fucking bench in his street clothes. No, everywhere. but there are people who seem to get joy when he's injured. I don't get uh, joy. Not you, but there's other people who seem to like, oh, good. Like, even Bulls fans, like, I hate it. Oh, Derek is hurt again. I guess we, when are we finally going to trade this guy when he's healthy? I was like, everyone knows this is what he's capable of. He, they should have traded him though. He changes their team though. They should have traded him. They can't. They, they wouldn't. We talked about. Well, let's talk about the Cavs. If they could have got. Good. Because the Suns is who I was saying they should have traded with. The Suns were looking to unload their two problem children. So say they got Isaiah Thomas. I was saying they should have got Dragic or Bledsoe. Try to get one of those two. Well, it seemed like the Try Suns to get actually Bledsoe. wanted Bledsoe. They kept Bledsoe, but they had a. Pro- they obviously had a big problem because they traded two of them. Uh huh. And got another point guard back. And so <laughs> I was saying the Bulls should have tried to make a deal with them to get rid of Rose while he was healthy. And then the Suns ended up. They ended up getting rid of their guys, but the Bulls they, they stood pat. This might work out. But I got a bad feeling that Rose is he's going to get hurt again. Because he's so reckless, man. He, you have to be, When though. he attacks the rim, dude, it's like 100 miles an hour. It's like Russell, though. Fuck, it's crazy. It's worse than Russell. Because Russell, like, I think it's faster than Russell. Russell is stronger, but I think Rose is way faster. And he, he jumps off the wrong foot almost every time he does a layup in transition. You he know what? It's a lot of pressure. I'm so glad he finally took out his... His tendon that was troubling him. Right, was, yeah. Was, obviously, he's going to be that. good now, and he'll have a shortened career, but he'll be good during yeah. that career instead of a long injury ridden career. I think he's going to get, he's going to tear something else. No, I don't think when so. you jump off the wrong foot every time and land awkwardly, like when you're running as fast as he does, you know, I think Russell at least plants with two feet and then he goes up a lot. Rose just does whatever the fuck he wants. Like he jumps off his left foot for mm-hmm. like a left handed layup all the time. So here's the question. Would you rather have a guy perform 80% to his ability for 10 years or 100% of his ability for five years? Oh, I'd take Rose and Russell in a heartbeat. For the five years, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what I'm always like. You can't make your mark not no. doing what you want I just think, like, fundamentally, he's not sound no. at all. Like, no. he does really awkward shit. Yeah, and I feel like that leads to his injuries. All of a sudden, really I don't know what he's done. So he's always done the stupid jump pass stuff. All of a sudden, it is working every time he does it. Like he'll jump up and do a wrap around pass. Like he'll be at the free throw line, do a wrap around the defender's back pass to an open three point shooter. And you're like, oh my god, it's actually working because he used to just jump up and then ah uh, throw it. Now he before he jumps, he actually knows where he's supposed to go. He might have actually watched some basketball while he was hurt, which is good. Because I was hoping you would. Because he's always been kind of... He's getting me really excited. That's all I know. I get excited too. I get worried because he's so awkward when he does his weird shit. Mm -hmm. He doesn't jump off the feet he should. He doesn't land properly. He's always... Dude, he's so I feel like I was the only person worried. Like, no one on the broadcast said it. So, when they were facing the Bucks in uh, in overtime... Or, in under regulation, Middleton put the Bucks up one. And then Derek drove and got fouled. And then he was, like, laying on the ground, like, pounding the floor for, like, 25 seconds. And, like, the announcer's like, oh, yeah, he definitely got fouled there. Oh, all right, all right. Like, and they're not talking about – he's still on the floor while they're, like – nobody mentioned it. I was like, aren't you guys, like, worried that he done something? I'd be worried, yeah. But then he got up. He's doing – you know, he's – it hasn't taken him long to get to this point. Like, he's only been playing for, what, three weeks? That's because things aren't healing. Like, it's just like, all right, you're good. Take some out and you're good. Like, you you don't have to wait for them to heal. I think he he's literally needs to he needs to talk to Kobe Bryant. No, he needs to work on his. Footwork. Last thing you need to do no, is no, not <laughs> about shooting, but like footwork, like how to like Kobe Bryant's fundamentally sound. Yeah, absolutely. Wise. When it comes to brain and like picking which shots to shoot, no, talk to LeBron. <laughs> but Kobe, 
his footwork's way off. And I think that's dude, that's so important for basketball players. I feel like that's also why he doesn't get foul calls a lot of time because he looks kind of awkward. So they're also like, oh, he's a little off balance. I was like, well, he also got pushed the fuck over. He looks over. weird as fuck, dude. He's he literally he takes off from the free throw line, and then he does like a little like double pump thing where he puts like his foot down, but he doesn't touch the floor, <laughs> and he's just gliding from the free throw line. And you're like, you're not sure how he made it to the basket without putting his other foot down. That's how you tear a weird shit when you fucking coast for 20 feet. And yeah. Then Eventually, on. it's just like pictures of like, if it's what you do, it's just It's incredible. Do. He's like the picture perfect guy for like, what the fuck in athleticism? Like, what just happened there? Yeah, it's like a Sean Marion shot. You're like, He's I more, don't know what you're doing here, but it seems to be okay. Russell Westbrook's more impressive because he dunks on people, but athletically, like, the shit that Rose does is so weird. He does these crazy, like, sideways him. jump stops that are like, Four, four and a half feet. He'll never make it another five years. He's going to tear something probably next year. I hope not. I hope not, too. But just the I've never seen a guy like him make the cuts that he makes as quick as he makes them. They're it's, crazy. It's stupid. He's like an elite running back, the way he just like kind of jump cuts over and then jumps again like right afterwards. He's like, jump, jump. He's going to get hurt. You just got to fucking roll with it while he's healthy, man. Yep. I agree. I love Derek. He's been fun, though. I'm so happy. Uh, Maradic, when's he coming back? Because that's huge. They don't know. I, I'm glad that he was a, a – right after the game, they're like, he might play. And then they're like, mm, in game four. Game three, after game two, because he hurt oh. his leg in game two. Right. What was it, quad strain? No, he has a knee thing. Oof. Yeah, that's bad. And it happened with his tussle with Zaza Pujulia. So. Dude, that was a fun game to watch. That was heated. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for the Cleveland game because that shit's going to get heated too. Oh, man. That's going to be wise. Mozgov's going to close that. That's close line seven somebody. Games. It's gonna go seven I hope games. it goes seven Neither games because it will be fun. Neither team's playing championship basketball. But they're both playing just good enough to piss off the other one. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I, I'm excited to see what J.R. Smith does. I feel like he's going to do something wild in the game. He's going to give you the pipe. He's going to do some crazy – he's going to make like four straight threes and then like he's going to say – do the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's all he does. <laughs> Every game. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, the game we're currently watching, the Dallas uh, Rockets game. So Rajon Rondo is no longer going to play all year. They, they said it was a back issue, and he's no longer going to play in the playoffs. When Rick Carlisle was asked, do you think Rajon's going to be back next year? Do you have the response for me, Wes? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Very honest. Very honest. <laughs> you can't fault him for his honesty. Um, yeah, Rajon Rondo was terrible. He had a non-guarded eight-second call. Easy to get. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically showing up Rick Carlisle. So Rick Carlisle only played him like three minutes in the first half and benched him because he's being a dickhole. Started him the second half, said, hey, all right. Just do what you can do. Like let's let's work on this. And walking up the floor, he was looking at Rick Carlisle for the play and got an eight second call. What's the play, Rick? All right, Rick. What should I do now? <laughs> hey, it sounds like that's a Rick problem. Oh, you should call pick and roll. All right, I'm going to stand here at my own free throw line. <laughs> I'm going to take this violation. It's a bold strategy. You didn't tell me to go over the half, Rick. <laughs> like is is Ray John hurt? And he's like, um. We're talking about a guy that played a whole series with his arm bent the wrong way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's probably not gonna be back next year. Yeah, he's got he's got some uh he's got some pussy symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Ray John's never hurt. The dude feels no pain. He's a total dick face though. Yeah. The thing is he can't shoot so like with an arm issue, it's not like it affects his shot. <laughs> I should do that. Oh yeah, well you he hurt his left arm, but he uh, still had his right arm and he he was shooting threes against Cleveland or the heat, the heat. draining them. What the fuck? He was one of the. He was like toe to toe with LeBron that series. If he's playing LeBron, he's that's the horse you put your money on if you're in Vegas. Like the Rondo horse going against LeBron because he plays his best. Uh, it's crazy. So, uh, so Dallas got crushed. Dirk Nowitzki looks like he's 47 years old. Chandler's getting crushed because the. So basically, all that was happening uh, for Josh Smith to get. 100 assists on alley oops Dwight Howard was pick and roll. Sw- they switched their man, so Chandler's on Josh Smith, and 
Nowitzki gets lost and Howard's dunking. Brilliant. And then the Mavericks switched to a zone, which nobody was covering any zone. I think people were just standing in places. <laughs> and right. the Rockets were just cutting through it. But the Rockets have made a comeback. They also had a good first half, and they are not doing so well now. Brewer! Oh, Corey Brewer. Brewer! I've seen two threes from Brewer, and he's made both. Awkward. Small sample size. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so the Rockets are going to sweep this, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I imagine if they win this one, it's going to be over. That's a sweep. The Rockets have played a lot better than I thought. I was Howard's expecting, good. I, I was expecting Rick Carlisle to do something to make them uncomfortable, but their yeah. defense is just not there. They don't have any wing defender. I think Carlisle is going to get the Scotty Brooks treatment. I think he's about – he's going to get canned. I hope he goes into the Orleans Pelicans then. Yeah, he should. He'll end they're up gonna, in a better place. The thing is, they have so it's they're like you have Tyson Chandler. Was your team bad defensively? Well, we start Dirk, <laughs> JJ Barea, Monta Ellis. <laughs> like they don't have any. They can't even play Chandler Parsons right now, he and he's sh- not a good defender. He should have left like after the year I mean, after Dirk's, the championship. No, the year that they won it. Yeah, like like yeah, like what Dirk did in that finals was. It's kind of what Big Poppy did to the Cardinals last year. Like he was in a zone that's rarely found as mm-hmm. a sports player. He can't even hit his like top of the key fadeaway anymore. He looks slow. Miami and was like, a good defensive team the first year. They were still pretty young. Yeah, everyone was healthy. Wade was still healthy, jumping right. around, blocking guys like from the weak side. And Dirk was just hitting these. He was like in that that Anderson Jones yeah, zone right. that he was in last night, but he's a lot better player. Yeah. Except it wasn't a fluke. It was just... Like, you you could put 10 hands in front of him and he's going to make the fadeaway. It was ridiculous. Now you have Charlie Villanueva shooting threes from the top of the key. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that there's not much to say about this. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> a lot of these West series are not as entertaining as those. No. Like Memphis, Portland. Every I haven't watched one is, game of that. There's a zero in every series except for Clippers and Spurs. Yeah. We'll call the Memphis uh, Portland series the NBA TV series. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> the low def series of the game. That's actually been the what worst I say series. for the Toronto Wizards game that you're watching. He's like, uh, <laughs> look at this high def, and it was like um, they're just the center oh, of yeah, your yeah, screen. Yeah. I was like, they're just trying to prevent you from watching this terrible, terrible. Basketball. And actually, I was, after I said that to you, I realized that our screens even screwed up. It was usually blown in because mm-hmm. like our with the worst TV service in the world. So it would have actually been fucking worse. <laughs> but it was already zoomed in, so Yeah, it was good. zoomed in. It made it look better and there was still like five or six inches on both sides. Like terrible. Yeah. But yeah, the four or five in the West you would think would be like competitive as fuck, but it's actually been the worst series out of all of these. Does Lamarcus leave? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not, because they've been riddled with injuries. So he probably gives another year. What if uh, what if the Dubs can't re-sign Draymond Green? Oh, but man. they go out and get uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, you know, I don't even know if that's good for them. Well, he can't stretch it as far as Draymond, but he can shoot the 24-footer. It's not like he has to no, be No, oh, yeah, he could crush that. Um, I think if they could – maybe they could go small ball with him at five. Yep. Or Draymond at five and him at four or something. Or, or interchange so. them, yeah. That would be awesome. But I think if you lose Draymond, you leave, you lose the heart of your defense almost. It's true. Well, you, you can't – well, here's the deal. You can't lose Draymond and – what the fuck's his name? The white guy. Bogut. Bogut. Oh, did you see last night they closed with uh, the three-guard lineup with Livingston? Yeah. I love seeing Livingston out there. Illinois, baby. Peoria. He made some good shots, too. Oh, he, yeah. He made that fadeaway on the baseline. And he had a couple of big offensive rebounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had the, oh, yeah. He almost – they fouled him on that dunk put back. Yep. He had a good game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, They've done that a couple times this year. and I like that. Kurt rolls with just whatever he thinks is going to work. Like, he rolled with Barbosa for a while there in the fourth. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I think Kurt's going to be a great coach. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he, he's smart. I love his facial expression. Did you see yeah. uh, his reaction to Coach Bud winning Coach of the Year? 
hmm. for Atlanta. He's like, well, I know I stole a bunch of his plays. I don't think he stole any of mine. <laughs> yeah, was like, he was coached by Coach Bud, right? Um, was he on the Spurs maybe. then? I, I can see, but nah, that's a, that's a long time. That was ago. a long time ago. But he might have been I'm a sure video Bud coordinator. Was, he had to be part of the Spurs. He could be in the Spurs organization, but yeah. not like an assistant coach. But I just like I just, that's a great response. And uh, what did somebody else say? Oh, Brad Stevens said like he, so he was voted ahead of Coach Pop, and like Stevens was. Oh, you know, like just in the voting. Okay. And uh, a reporter asked like, "What do you think about you being ahead of Coach Pop?" He's like, "I think the voters were incorrect and they're stupid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pop. Well, like think... all the coaches are like the opposite of players. They're like, yeah, whatever. Like uh, no, it's like every player they got MVP over Jordan. It's like, ah, I didn't deserve it, but I'm going to fucking take it. Well, Draymond's response to not winning Defensive Player of the Year over Kawhi was like, well, Al Gore won the popular vote and George Bush became president, so it all happens. Right, right. I was like, yeah, all right. Um, you want to take a break real quick? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll fill up uh, some beers. and uh, we got about we'll four back. more series. <laughs> yeah, we have, <laughs> we have about half the series to go. <laughs> all right. Let us do. Yeah, if we could find a place like 10 to 15 minutes from there, I'd be all for it. Because it takes about $50 or 60 round trip to get from here. 30 bucks? Uber or like cab? Either. Yeah, Uber is even expensive from here to there and back. Probably. I mean, it's it's like 25 minutes. Right. So if I could pay $20 round trip, I'd go all the fucking time. It's way better than anything I've been to. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's a lot Just of because fun. of all the fucking people that are there. Like, yeah. you get that many bachelor parties? It's very successful. Like, when they originally did it, I didn't think it would be that popular. Because, like, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. But that's right. So, just letting you know, do you want to get a hotel room for the sports convention? Because it's right in Rosewood. Oh, it's right there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's watch Groupon for one to show up on there. Let's book that shit. For a hotel there? If one pops up like there, in Rosemont. Groupon does hotels? Yeah. There's a yeah. hotel section on Groupon. We should, we should see if there's a vacation rental or like a rental, like a, an Airbnb. We're three dudes going to the sports collector's conference. Dude, I just hope we pick the right day that Bill Simmons is there because I'll fucking shit myself if I see him. I'm tackling <laughs> If he him. goes, he went last year. He doesn't go every year. I think he's going to be there. I hope so. He's going to be We there. went last time. Um, Do you think he goes for the pre-show or the real show? I think he goes for the real show because, I don't know, I think he does. That's what I thought too. As the way it sounded from his blog that they did, I think it sounds Last like Last year he was in Cleveland. One. Right. Um, he wasn't at the one year before when me and Ben went. Oh, you guys went to, oh, was it in Chicago? Yeah, it was oh. in Chicago two years oh, ago. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Uh, we, uh, oh, I'm very excited. We bought, uh, we were both in, born in 87, so we bought a... Uh, a box of baseball cards from 1987. We're gonna, we're. I said we're gonna open it at one of our bachelor parties, and since Ben's engaged, I think we're gonna have to open it at his bachelor party. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Who is the rookie, and then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point. Like, Who knows what we'll find? Opening uh, opening up cards is just so much fun. Like uh, we bought a, we bought an old like. An old box. We each brought a box. Well, I know it'd be fun, but I'm wondering like who you might find in there that could be like. Woo, I think woo. it's like Bonds' rookie year. Oh, oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. So it's just so much fun. Like, so we we went to Toby Keys afterwards, but it was like during the day. It was like four thirty. <laughs> um, but we sat there and we opened cards, and like the witch is like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, uh, we're opening up baseball cards from. Don't 19- fucking worry about it, bitch. We're both opening up baseball cards from 1987. <laughs> Uh, can you please walk away? 
Uh, we're nerding out because, uh, look, J- Jim Deshays is on this baseball card. That's <laughs> yeah, for the Chicago Cubs. Right, so I think we need to – we obviously need to email Grantland and be like, Bill, we're going to be at Toby's after this shit. All right? We're going to hey, table reserve for you, 50 Bill. 50-year-old man, Bill Simmons. Bill, <laughs> I'll wear all Patriots shit if you show up. You'll buy Patriots shit? I will. Uh, I'll wear a Tony Eason jersey. You know, I'm gonna take some Jordan shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hawk some Jordan shit with these guys. We like, should, we should. Uh, I'll give you this Jordan shit for. Uh, what was our failed uh, junk project that we Jordan stories? Pitch Jordan. I feel like Simmons would be into Jordan stories. Be like, hey, we've got an idea for Grantland. Jordan stories. <laughs> and Bill. he could actually talk to people like and like. They have all these weeks. You should. They should definitely do Jordan Week, right? Oh yeah, and they get yeah. like an oral history of like all the players who played with him. And like, Actually, it's interesting that basketball doesn't do this because, I mean, obviously MLB does Jackie Robinson Day for more better reasons yeah. than what Jordan would be. But <laughs> he's a real. It's not like they have Babe Ruth Week <laughs> in baseball. Babe Ruth was. He just came in at the right time, man. He was a drunk. Uh-huh. Obviously, the best at the time. Anyways, continue. Basketball yeah. doesn't do. But, uh, it, dude, come on. Just do a Jordan week, man. Or a Jordan day. Just Jordan day. Jordan day? Is it, 23 should be retired February throughout the league. 3rd. 23 gone from the league. Because, obviously, Jordan's, he's the standard. And he probably always will be. And so, let's retire the number. We'll do a 23. I feel like he didn't give enough props to me on the February 3rd. Two, three. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I like yeah, that's that. good. Didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't care. Uh, moving on. No, I like that. Though. I like that. All right, yeah. February third. February third, twenty-three. Hey, if I run in Adam Silver at this convention, Adam, 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 we got, Adam! we got something for you. February third, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Well, that's why I'm actually bummed. Uh, when Ernie Banks passed away, like, there was an idea that went around, like, the Cubs should, like, because his famous statement was less play, too. They should have a scheduled doubleheader with the Cardinals. That'd be nice. On play, too. Why not? And they're, like, to open the season, like, eh, it might get cold on Sundays. I would do it, like, in the middle of, like, August. Yeah, it would suck nice. if you got rained out and you had a triple header. <laughs> like, all right, now we're fucked. Well, but. you just had to do two doubleheaders elsewhere, but, like. It could be contingent on weather. Like you just give like a day in between. Like there's a break in between, and you have a double header. But yeah, I mean, you if it looks it. like it's going to be fucked up, then you're like, all right, let's just play two days in a row. Yeah, just schedule the double header with the Cardinals. I think it would be pretty yeah, great. That would be nice. That actually be fun. I think that that would. Well, it's going to sell out anyways. But it'd be great. People would like, show up. For even that. if like that means you could schedule it on a Wednesday and you say, hey, all day of baseball. There's a twelve right. and a six. People, that's going to sell out. Uh-huh. Between games, go out to the bars in Wrigleyville. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only been to a couple of Cardinals Cubs games, and you haven't been cogent the, after the games. <laughs> the only part I like is the getting hammered part. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Cubs suck. Let's get hammered. <laughs> Fun. Uh, me and Ben have been talking about like, this. We don't know if the Cubs are going to make the playoffs. We're still not that. They're going to hover around 500, we think. So. Yeah, right, right. And yeah, they're, they're going to be right. They're fun to watch again. That's yeah. good. Oh, good. dude, it's definitely step in the right direction. Yeah, it's fun. They're fun this to watch be, again. They have a lot of electric players now who and are fun to watch. Yeah, you guys Western, got the Albert Pools of the league now, which is Chris cool. Bryant? Yeah. Or Jorge Soler? No. No, it's definitely Chris Bryant. It's definitely Chris Bryant, but... He's it, fun to watch. It's a bummer because the guy, I, I I never liked picking the big star, even though Brian and uh, Soler are pretty sexy. I wanted Alcantara, Alcantara to, to be a guy because he's the kind of guy I love. He might be. He does a little bit of everything. He might be the guy in a couple years. He's been hurt, but yeah. You guys aren't going to do shit for two years, or at least not this year, next year. Maybe. Uh, I think we could get to a wild card. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. This year. I don't think we're World Series contenders, but we no. can get to a wild card. No. Anyways, uh, back to the NBA. <laughs> Welcome back to DNP, Coach's Decision. Uh, back to the NBA. So uh, what's the next series? Hawks. We'll talk Hawks. Uh, 
Brooklyn. Yeah. Terrible series. Yeah, Brooklyn's actually kept it kind of close for the most part. Brooklyn probably has the more talented team. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> they do have the more big names, that's for sure. Well, like... They have the better team, actually. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They're more talented. Boonhoser got but, the award because he deserves Coach it. Coach Bud, because their team plays amazing defense for not having an elite defender anywhere. Their offense is still awesome to watch. Right. They're very awesome to watch. They cannot. They will not beat the Bulls or the Cavs in no. next round or no. two rounds from now because they just can't. Like they've overachieved by a long shot. Boonehoser got the award because he deserves it. He's run the offense like the Spurs. The thing about the Spurs, though, is they have four Hall of Famers. Yes. Basically, so Kyle Korver is basically the only thing that's better than the Spurs because he's basically playing the Danny Green role right. and doing he's it better. amazingly. He's doing a better yes. job. Way yeah. better job. And then uh, Horford's and doing And Danny Green's been fucking great. Yes. But – Corver's unmatched. <laughs> yeah. And Horford's doing a pretty good Tim Duncan impression. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude he threw as good as he can. Yeah. Like, it's like, but he just can't meet yeah. Tim Duncan. And the issue is you have who I think they should get rid of Teague because I like Dennis Schroeder more. I like him too. <laughs> He's fun. Teague, I don't like Teague, and I don't know if that's just like previous bias. Although I, I think you keep both. I think you keep both and just wait for this. Just swap? The cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely swap them and like hold on start, to both. Uh-huh. And then you don't have to worry about cap because cap's right. going up. It's not a cap thing. I just don't like Teague right. as much as I like Schroeder. That's fine. But I like Teague, though, as a player on the team. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Yeah. But neither of them are Tony Parker. Maybe now. I think Tony's lost a step. Yeah. Duncan hasn't. Duncan well, played. Duncan has, but he's still lost. doesn't matter because he's still putting 18 and 10 up. I don't, man, dude. Ginobili, Ginobili and Parker scare me. They're the biggest swing players in all of pro sports, man. Nobody can swing a team like these two motherfuckers because they they play like shit, and, and then, then they then they amazing. just they just dominate the whole game. And it's like, well, what about Fatty Mills? Fatty, oh, dude, he's great. bad all year, and then like, yeah. Tony Parker goes out and he just crushes the clip. Dude, that's what I was talking. Yeah, I like going into tonight's podcast. The the guys on my mind were like Norris Cole and Patty Mills. The two guys that no one thinks about. Like those have been the they have been the MVP of the playoffs so far. Those two guys. Yeah. Even though Pelican's still getting crushed, he's been awesome. He's kept them in the fucking game. Yeah. Patty won that game. Yes, he did. Duncan did some good shit, obviously. Duncan carried them the first half, basically. Like he was just like, Hey, give me the Duncan's ball. Duncan's awesome. He so everyone was complaining that DeAndre Jordan wasn't the defensive player of the year, and Duncan basically just took him to school. He's like, "Yeah, this guy's taller than me, more athletic than me, younger than me, Duncan's more weird, energy than dude. me." He throws it like under your armpit somehow. He's like, <laughs> You're just like, "I'm just gonna turn and baby hook this." Thanks. Dude, it's like he does some of the most awkward shit you'll ever see, and it goes in like that. <laughs> it's like the end of the game. He shot up that one like he barely got touched. He like he flopped. He threw it up like. From his waist and made it. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it was the most awkward shot I've ever seen. Man. He's so awesome. I feel like so we were talking about what to do in the offseason. I feel like we should uh, we should do a a player retrospective. And we should, I feel like first of all we should talk about Tim Duncan and how he's underappreciated, even though he's oh so underappreciated. And I'll admit it, I don't appreciate him as much as I should because he's no. been incredible. He, He's when been throughout my whole generation. When you're much. 2010 for 18 years, man, he's something else. And he doesn't say shit. He just stands there, like him and Draymond Green were standing next to each other, like getting ready to check in in like overtime or or not one overtime. It was fourth quarter, and they like Draymond Green was like standing like three feet from him. He wasn't even like looking at him because he was scared. <laughs> well, Draymond's like, I talk to shit to everyone except for Tim Duncan because he'll just laugh at you and walk away. <laughs> Duncan, he he probably shops at like the dollar store. This dude wears he wears like white t shirts all day long with fucking like probably the shorts that John Stockton. We talked about that sweet Reddit thread, right? 
that like Tim Duncan's never worn a tie, and he wasn't wearing a tie at the at White House where they went every year for the championship. He didn't wear it to the draft when he got drafted. Oh no, I did not see this. He's no. never worn a tie. Like it was just a picture collection of him not wearing ties. Casual all the time. Baby. Like he was wearing those weird like button up shirts that like go over but no tie. I was like, that's not a good look, Tim. Tim doesn't give a shit. Or the Virgin Islands, they don't oh. wear ties. All right, what else have we got left here? Um, Spurs Clippers. We haven't talked about it. I still have the Spurs. Go, Spurs, go. Well, they, they basically stole that game. They stole had control, it. and then the Clippers came back, and then Hacka, Hacka DeAndre was rough. It was rough, but the Effective. Clippers came out on top. Yep. Somehow. And, well... Uh, somebody posted on Twitter, I think it was J.A. Donde, like an unintended consequence of Hacka DeAndre. You're giving, uh, you're basically just giving Chris Paul and Blake Griffin rest. They don't have yeah, to work. right. So it actually works on the Clippers' favor in right. a way. But they came out on top. Um, Blake lost the game. Like I, But also, I don't understand. Oh, I don't know who, who drew this play up. The play was they were up two. There were like forty five seconds. Yeah, left. but they had a switch. Like they had the matchup. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So Chris Paul had the ball with the match matchup. Uh huh. But he elected to give the ball back to Blake, who also had a matchup. But I don't like big men matchup on the three point line. You don't like Blake Griffin, even though he does this all the time, doing the double between the legs for no reason. No. But if you give me if you give me Chris Paul with a big man. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to attack the paint and then just see what happens because I got two big guys that are going to dunk shit. So here's my question. What was the worst turnover? Chris Paul's last year versus OKC? I don't remember. Blake? So, I don't remember uh, that one as well. Th- that's when Chris thought he was fouled and he did a stupid throw the ball oh. at the basket and just threw it back into the middle of play and OKC came with the big – they were like down nine with a minute and a half left. I would say I would say this one was worse because they had the game in the bag this time. The, well, the other one was um, they were up before that, and it ended the series when he turned the ball. Mm. It was game. It was like game six or something. They're probably equally as bad. Then. Yeah, I mean that's tough. Two back-to-back playoff series where all Blake your did, best players fuck it yeah, up. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, all Blake had to do really was just back him down and draw a foul. Yeah. Because um, he was going to draw a foul. Really, they should have just reset it and. Chris Paul should have taken the ball back, and then he should have posted. Yeah, he never should have the ball. You're right. He yeah. should have. Po- he should have. Chris been Paul should never give him the ball. At that point. Or get it like get it. 50. He was he was top of the key. That's what I'm saying. This team, I have a hard time. Calling. I hate. I still hate watching the Clippers play. I don't. I don't think I can call Doc an elite coach anymore. I think he was when he was with the Celtics, but maybe that's because the Celtics were his exact fit as a coach. But at this point, I don't think I can do it anymore. I don't think. He's not. He hasn't Doc's, gotten anything out of these guys. Doc's not an X's and O coach. He won't. He won't design plays for you to be in your best position. He'll get everyone to play hard for him. Right. And he had KG like the ultimate hard player in the fucking world. Right. But like, like kill you. Blake guy. plays hard. Chris right. plays hard. Everyone on the team's gonna play hard for Doc. But he doesn't set them up in the best positions for themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's way behind on that. Yeah. He just can't get the best out of these guys. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Josh Smith just oh. went three extra feet on a three. Oh boy! Oh, Monta heaven! Oh. oh no! Oh wow, that's depressing. So, anyways, um, yeah. So that's the most exciting series, and I think the deeper it goes, the more the Spurs have a chance to win it. And they're gonna win. Oh, it's over! I think Spurs are gonna win it now. Right? If they went up two zero, it's over. No, they it's fucked one. up. They were up 2-0. I feel like the Spurs are going to win the two at home and go up 3-1. Yeah. Back to 3-1. L.A. The fans the fans are going to be out of it once the Spurs go. Like, the, the Clippers are going to go off to a rouging start, and then the Clip, uh, the Spurs are going to close it down, and the fans are going to be scared, and they're going to lose. Oh, they're going to lose, for sure. There's no way they win this now. They had it won last they game, did. and they, they fucked it. They fucked it. I don't know why they were so eager to go even on offense. There was like 45 seconds when he lost the ball. Yeah. Well, you know what? 
Pelicans did the same thing. It's the Warriors. Oh, stupid. They were shooting shots with 14 seconds left. It's like, man. That's two like, for one. Two for dude, one. Two just, for one. You cannot replace guys like like Quinn Cook for Duke this year. Man, he's the la- actually the last two years the best guy at running the clock down and getting a wide open layup somehow, like out of nothing. He'd run it down to five seconds, wide open layup. Dude, those players are invaluable when it comes down to closing situations. And it's like Steph Curry, you can't foul him. Mm-hmm. You just have to let him do what he does, and he ends up getting a wide open layup, and you're like, fuck. Okay, we, we can't, we're we going to end on a real downturn because all we have to talk about is Toronto, Washington. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's we bad. made a mistake. We should have went down and then ended with Cliffs. I have nothing good to say about that series. Uh, Toronto looks awful. I was. I love their owner's fire. 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 Fuck you guys. Oh, did you see uh, Steve Waldmer's awesome celebration? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. After Blake's two dunks on Aaron Baines. (laughs) Developers, developers, developers. (laughs) Bomber is awesome. I really, I really want the Clippers to just. All their like crowd chants should just be Steve Bomber trying hey, to pump up the guy. What would Bomber do if he was a Warriors fan? Oh my god, he'd kill people. Ah! 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 <laughs> okay, he would literally kill someone if he was a fucking Warriors <laughs> owner. But yeah, can I? Can we talk directly to? The, I want to talk directly to the Clippers media crew during game in game media. Bomber should lead all cheers, period. You know how the, the stupid players like, this is our house. Protect our house. Get it done. I, want, oh, that, I yeah. want that to be Bomber. I need that to be Bomber. He needs to be like, let's go, Clippers! <laughs> Sailing ships! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Microsoft! Dude, that'd be awesome. Dude, if he came online like the like when the Celtics first won the championship and like the next year they came out and it was like KG came on the screen and was like Whoa! Yeah, it needs to be Bomber. Just bomber. It just needs to be Bomber. <laughs> he needs to be on every screen for the Clippers. Pitch black, bomber. Sold. Would that work a whole season? I guess if oh. you're a season ticket holder, you, oh, yeah. I mean it, you'd have to change it up and be like, all right, Steve, we need a, a new chant from you. We need you to work up a real sweat. We're going to put you up in a, a Clippers polo. <laughs> but we need you, like, drenched in sweat here. Okay? <laughs> oh, my God. And we need you to sprint from one. You, you, have, the, you have the camera on midcourt. He runs to one baseline, and he runs all the way to the other baseline, and he's yelling Clippers. I don't know. All the way back and forth. Clippers! Ah! Dude, I would go for that. Right? Just for that, I need I need this to happen. Any techie fan, he'd be selling out to techie fans just to go watch him go crazy. Yeah, just like hey, Silicon Valley bomber, come Let's on go. in, go, dude. Just just buy the Warriors. Did you see that ridiculousness? <laughs> did you Burrow just give the lamest foul to Dwight Howard of all time? Can we uh, can we get a replay this replay this real quick? Uh no, I already lost one of the controllers. That's that's the one that doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't show a replay. Dwight Howard's walking over half, and he just runs up and gives him like a double pat on the arms. (laughs) Howard just he just made the first though. Heck, Howard. Yeah, this game's out of reach. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about? If you have uh any suggestions, tweet at me uh, at Matthew Sherry on Twitter. Um. Or Facebook me, Facebook West King Strange. That's not mine. Or no. it could be. I don't know. I sometimes I get drunk and do shit. I thought you were West King Strange. I'm pretty. Or West, was that the old one? West King Strange. Or are you just King Strange? I think you're just oh, King Strange. Am I? I don't even. I, don't I think even you're have King Twitter. Strange. I don't have. Twitter. No, no, not Twitter. I mean Facebook. Oh. Facebook, you're King Strange. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta figure this out. It's not. Yeah, don't. I could be. I don't know. We'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what not do I mean sure. by that? No, I'm not going to cut any of this out. Um, I always, yeah. I always say anybody that has King Strange in their title, you should be friends with them. 
but DMP CD, I think I'll, I'll create a Twitter account with that. I'll create a new Gmail. We're going to mm. full rebrand. Uh, Wes said when the season ends, we'll do a full relaunch. Hopefully we'll the beginning some... of next year, like yeah. a month before the uh-huh. season. We'll have a full relaunch with the all-new pods and stuff like that. What do you think about doing a movie commentary on a basketball movie? I'll do it. Blue Chips, White Man Can't Jump. Which one? Love and Basketball? I think you have them I all right it, behind me right th- here. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, yeah. What are you talking about? Or 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 we, uh, or we do a classic game or a game from the finals or something. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I think we, there's a lot of things. If there's any classic uh, playoff game, we could totally talk about it. I think we have no boundaries. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Um, we're, we're exploring a video. I think we should. I think we need. To get, we need to get Ernie involved somehow because Ernie Grunfeld. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Barkley, but we got to still Ernie. Sorry, uh, they're gonna come to the real talent. I think we should have another dunk contest with Ernie, Austin Ernie. <laughs> You think so? I think that would go. Is it a Nerf dunk contest? I think that would probably go more viral than Ernie's original one. Here's what we should do: we should approach the stadium club right here and uh, say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna host a Nerf dunk contest in your bar." Oh shit, dude, he would do that. Would that be fun? We should do that. I think that'd be fun. Actually, we're doing that. (laughs) He'll do that. Nerf dunk contest. What's he got to lose? Like we gotta clear out one room so these guys have some place to run up. <laughs> hey, what kind we'll of sign some waivers so they can't what sue kind of insurance do you have? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I lost all my front teeth from. Uh, yeah, I was trying to dunk over the bar. Yeah. Oh no! You put it away from the. You put it in that front room that I've never ever been in. Yeah, yeah. Don't we go in there? Yeah, we should. We should. It starts at eleven. We should do that. He would do that for sure. A Nerf dunk contest. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We have people. To, yeah, you should definitely go to Steve's bar. It's actually called Stadium. <laughs> but Steve's Bar. It's really Steve's Bar. All right. And uh, this week we're going to end like every week. And I think you know what I mean. Hey, give me two claps and a Rick Flair. Woo!